Hi, this is Jose, and this is the Jose Vargas Show. This podcast is for leaders who want to be equipped and empowered to become leaders worth following, both in their organization and in their homes. My mission is to help you create breakthroughs in your personal and professional life so that you can grow and live your life with excellence. Welcome, everyone. I am so excited. I'm your host, Jose Vargas, and I'm super excited to be able to share with you this particular podcast episode, uh, and we're going to dive right into it, but why you don't need to be Abraham Lincoln to learn these lessons, lessons from the 16th president of the United States, and I can't wait to dive into that content. But first, I just kind of want to give you a little update of what's been happening in my neck of the woods in my life, okay? Um, I have, by the time of this uh, recording, um, or the airing of this recording, uh, I have a new baby girl. So uh, y'all pray for me. All right. Um, as anybody would know that uh, a new baby is always a challenging time in terms of sleep, but it is a blessing. So um, we're super grateful um, and we're uh, excited to extend our family and, and continue to, to grow. So also some exciting news for these, those of you who've been following me on social media for some time, you know that I have a new book coming out in a few months and I'm super pumped, super excited. It's called The Lead Through Method, The Proven Path to Getting Unstuck, Leading Your Life and Getting Results. And so if uh, if you want to get this book, listen, there's going to come a time where I'm going to be uh, giving away a lot of free stuff with the purchase of one book. Um, and uh, if you want to know a little bit more information on that and be in the loop on, on when that stuff comes out, just go to my website, reachinghirenow.com, and download one of the free guides that I have on the website, and you'll be subscribed to my email list, and I will keep you posted when the book is going to be available. All right, so the book is not available yet, but it is done, um, and it will be available for uh, basically online and, and, and nationwide, uh, worldwide, honestly, um, in a couple months. So stay tuned to that. I'm super excited uh, to share that with you. So now, in this podcast episode, I want to talk about some leadership principles of our 16th, 16th president of the United States. And I love, uh, if, if you know me at all, I love presidents um, and I love the the leadership aspect of it and how they uh, how some of them handled triumph and how some of them handled crisis and as leaders we're gonna handle both of these things so first of all some fun facts as we get started I'm, I'm fascinated and I absolutely love Abraham Lincoln okay on April 14th uh, 1865 Abraham Lincoln uh, he signed a legislation creating an organization that I was a part of, the United States Secret Service. And unfortunately, and I didn't know this until I started digging a little bit more um, and, and doing a little bit more research, that that evening that he that he signed that piece of legislation, uh, he was shot um, at Fort's Theater. He, he was fatally shot. He died that day, and he never got to see the manifestation of his creation. And unfortunately, back then, the Secret Service, when he signed the legislation, it wasn't 
to protect the nation's leader, but it was to protect the nation's currency from counterfeits uh, during the Civil War. So it's it's a fun fact. Um, it, it's a tragic ending, but um, but thankfully he created that agency that now protects the leaders of the United States. So if you want to lead your life and get better in your leadership, I highly encourage you right now to pause this, this podcast or to save it if you're driving or if you're at the gym and and save this episode or even take some notes if you're able to, depending on what time or, or what you're doing now as you're listening, but take some notes uh, and really try to apply these principles in your life and in your leadership. The reason that leaders exist okay, is to find solutions to problems. And the life of this great leader will inspire you to dig deeper when you feel like you can't lead anymore, right? When you feel like you don't know how to lead in this new season or or chapter of your leadership journey in life, it will literally give you the inspiration and some principles that are applicable to you in your own leadership journey as you whether whether you that's if you're whether that's if you're parenting or uh, maybe you're leading an organization, maybe you're leading a business, maybe you're leading a small team, a division or a department, whatever it is, these leadership principles will help you as you first of all lead yourself and as you lead other people. So I'm going to give you seven principles that I dissected. And so the way this came about, I recently watched a three-part series on the History Channel which, by the way, I highly, highly, highly recommend. If you have uh, the History Channel or the app, uh, I highly recommend this document. documentary. It was a three-part series. And so what I did was I dissected seven principles that, that, can, that we can apply in our own lives and in our own leadership as I watched this series on Abraham Lincoln. Okay, so I'm going to give you seven principles. The first principle, your circumstances doesn't dictate your future. Your decisions determine your future. Your circumstance don't dictate your future. Your decisions determine your future. Now, Abraham Lincoln, he grew up poor, literally poor, in a log cabin with dirt floor. Okay, so so as he as he wiggled his toes, there was dirt on his toes. Okay, now. What a powerful principle this first principle is about your circumstances don't dictate your future. Your decisions determine your future. Because oftentimes we believe that because of our current circumstance, our current situation, uh, we're not going to be able to accomplish so-and-so. Or our future is not as bright as we would like it to be because of our current circumstance or situation. But that is not what determines your future. What determines your future is what you do about where you are today. Okay, your decisions. So this principle is a powerful principle because it doesn't matter where you start. It matters where you're going. And that's, I know that sounds cliche, but more importantly, it matters what you do today that will change your tomorrow. Oftentimes we want a better tomorrow, but we refuse to change what we do today. And if we refuse to change the decisions that we're making today, those seemingly small decisions that we make today, we're going to affect our tomorrow. So one of the things as I watched this documentary is that Lincoln's mother died when she, when he was very young. And, and he remembered his mother passing away and his father remarried 
And thankfully, he had a, a, a beautiful uh, stepmother who came in the picture and treated him kindly. And she couldn't read herself, but she brought in books that Lincoln decided to start reading. Now, now check this out. This young boy, okay, decides to start picking up these books that he doesn't really know how to read, but he just, start, he, he just decided to start reading them to try to learn what they're saying. And so this decision changed the course of his entire life. He began to see that the more he learned, the more his worldview expanded and therefore changed the trajectory of his decisions and his life. It changed how he perceived work. It changed how he perceived where he was, right? He, he wanted to now learn more and, and, and go into the city and, and explore and, and, and figure out what these United States had to offer and literally lifted himself from poverty, okay? Literally lifted himself from poverty. He, he, he became a lawyer, and, and later on, as we know, he became a politician. But the first principle is that wherever you might find yourself today in your own journey, do not let your circumstance dictate your future. Don't let your circumstance dictate where it is that you want to go in your relationships, in your health, in your fitness, in your finances, okay? Let your decisions determine your future. In other words, whatever it is that you want, don't base where you're going on where you are, but make decisions that will help you get to that place, okay? So principle number two, your strengths are strengths for a reason. Use them. Now, that seems like a simple principle, but oftentimes I, I see people all the time who are operating not in their strength zone. And, wh and what do I mean by strength zone? What I mean by strength zone is they're not operating in the areas that they're naturally good at. Okay, so look at your own life. And, and one of the things that I do when I coach someone is I have them take an assessment, figure out their strengths. What, what are your strengths? What are your, how do you overuse your strengths? They can be perceived as weaknesses and how to navigate both, right? Because whatever you're naturally good at, that's where you're going to flourish in. And oftentimes we position ourselves, and I've done it too, in, in positions where we really are not good at something and yet we, we, we continue doing it because we, we feel like we have to or in certain, and in certain circumstances and situations, we do have to do certain things that we don't necessarily enjoy. But for the most part, you should focus on using your strengths and sharpening your strengths. Lincoln was a hard worker, okay? But he didn't like working with his hands. And he didn't like farming. He didn't like using his, his hands to build things. That, that wasn't who he was. And, and oftentimes, he would go and, and try to find... A, a place of solitude and, and pick up a book and read because that was more interesting to him than farming and woodworking, okay? And so he began to dive into literature and learn and he began to grow and he began to expand his mindset and develop. And then he was, he became witty, you know, he became uh, sarcastic in certain ways, funny, and, and he loved comedy and and he would listen to jokes and then he began to practice those jokes on his friends and buddies and he began to to art he began to craft one of his strengths which which was the ability to communicate effectively the skill of communication which ultimately he was going to need and he used to get into politics 
So figure out what you like and then go do it. Figure out what you're good at and do some more of that. Figure out how you, what you're good at and get better at it. Okay. Now here is the temptation and I see this happening a lot. The temptation is when you're good at something is to coast by and just kind of wing it because you're good at it naturally. But if you're good at something naturally, I challenge you to strengthen that natural ability to get better at it. Never allow yourself to wing it. Never allow yourself to not practice or or cultivate that gift or that strength that you have in your life. So principle number two is your strengths are, are strengths for a reason. Now use those strengths in order to make an impact and a difference in people's lives and in your own life and leadership. The third principle that I want to share is that your setbacks are opportunities for redirections. Your setbacks are opportunities for redirections. Lincoln, if you study his life, he has so many setbacks. I mean, I was watching this and and I knew some of this because I've watched and read a lot of on Lincoln And he had so many setbacks, so many failures, so much heartbreak. But each and every time, even in a depression that he was in, he sat back, he took a break, he learned from his mistakes, and he always, always, always made a comeback. I mean, he lost children. He he, he had some of the most unimaginable pain that that you wouldn't want anyone to experience. And he had to face these experiences and, and trauma And yet he kept coming back. He failed in politics, kept coming back. And when most would have given up, he kept coming back. And and again, as a lawyer, right, which by the way, he taught himself how to pass the bar exam, right? He would go and, and after he had a huge setback, he would go back and he would practice law. You know, after he tried politics and then he failed politics, he'd go back, practice law. He would continue to move forward and he would allow that setback to be re, to be his redirection, which, uh, you know, so so he would reflect on his failures and, and how can I do this better? In other words, what I call he dissected that experiences, right? He dissected his hurdles. And I talk about that in my new book, The Lead Through Method, which, again, will be available later this year, 2022, um, which is an important key in leadership. To dissect, it, to dissect your experiences so that you can reroute them into lessons. So that you can reshape them into something valuable. That it won't just be a lost uh, um, experience, but it will be a valuable lesson that you can apply to future use. So don't allow experiences to escape your memory without first learning the lessons that they were intended to bring you and your leadership. All right. So... Principle number four, when faced with great difficulty, he learned how to be flexible or he risked breaking. In other words, when faced with great difficulty, learn how to be flexible or risk breaking. Something that's not flexible will snap, will break. And the reality of leadership in life is that you will go through difficulty. And you have to be flexible as you pursue the person that you're trying to become. When faced with great difficulty, he was able to be flexible. His whole mission during the Civil War, as the nation was divided, the North and the South, his goal was to preserve the Union. He wanted to preserve the Union at all costs, to keep America together. 
And, and the, the slavery problem wasn't on his agenda initially. And I didn't, I didn't even know this until like a couple years ago that, you know, it wasn't on his agenda. He, it, it, he was on the fence about slavery. He wasn't for slavery and he didn't want, but he didn't, that wasn't a battle that he wanted to fight because he wanted to preserve the union. He knew that the union was frail. It was, it was about to break apart, especially more than he, as he saw the, the nation divided. He wanted to preserve the United States. But in spite of the difficulties, he was flexible and he realized as, as the battle progressed that, that this indeed to, to, to free people, to free the, the, the African-Americans who were in this country enslaved, that to free them, that was a battle that he needed to fight. He didn't want to fight it initially, but then he was flexible enough to understand that, yes, this is a battle that I need to fight. In spite of the difficulties, he was flexible and he realized that that was a battle he needed to fight. So not only to preserve the union, but to fulfill the nation's values and beliefs that all men are created equal. equal. And ultimately, Lincoln led the Union Army into victory as the commander-in-chief. And he abolished slavery once and for all in America. And he changed the course of American history forever. So not only did he get meet his goal to preserve the Union, but he was able to free human beings and had a more powerful legacy in the process. So as you're faced with great difficulty in your organization, in your personal life, in your relationships, learn that as you're facing these great difficulties, as you're pursuing your goals and accomplishing your mission, learn how to be flexible or risk breaking. And, and, and you're needed now more than ever. We, we don't need leaders who, who will be broken. We need leaders who will stand in the face of trial, who will stand in the face of adversity, who will stand in the face of, of challenges and say, let's go through this way. Let's, let's go this way. Let's climb this mountain and be flexible in your approach. Hey there, before we continue the episode, let me just share my gift to you as a way of saying thanks for tuning in. Become a leader worth listening to by discovering the top 10 reasons why people listen to you. Download now through the link in the show notes below. Now, back to the episode. Now, principle number five. Principle number five, get some fire in your heart or move out of the way. Get some fire in your heart or move out of the way. Nothing bugs me more, I don't think, than a person who's leading who has no passion to lead. Listen, if you don't have passion to lead people, then get out of the way and let someone else who has passion to lead, lead them. The reason that you're in a leadership position, the, the reason that you're in a leadership role, the reason that you have a family to lead, the reason you have a relationship to lead, the reason you have a business and organization to lead is because you were entrusted by it to, to, to lead. You were entrusted to lead that which you have been given, basically. So if you're going to lead, lead with passion, lead with ambition. And early in his childhood, Lincoln wanted to be great. I mean, he wanted to do something remarkable. He wanted to do something that mattered. And he wanted to do something that the world would know that he was there. And little did he know, little did he know that all of his failures, all of his difficulties and all of the challenges were all preparing him to do just that. Now, as leaders, we need to have ambition. 
right? Oftentimes, it, it, ambition is frowned upon. But healthy ambition will keep you growing. It will keep you moving. It will keep you stretching. It will keep you learning. It will keep you advancing. It will keep you finding new ways to conquer whatever it is that you're trying to conquer. Sharpening your skills. Sharpening your talents. Sharpening your abilities. Not settling for average. Serving other human beings. Keep ambition alive in your life. And also keep passion alive. Passion not to settle. Passion to be, to, to be challenged and to time and time again to do hard, difficult things and refuse to stay the same, right? Because you know that somehow, you know this, there is more inside of you that you yet have discovered. And so get some fire in your heart. Get around people in your life who are going to, to, to fire you up. People who are going to inspire you to do something great. People, don't share ideas with small people. I'm telling you, do not share your ideas, big ideas with small-minded people. Not if you want to win. If you want to win, share ideas with people who are go-getters, people who have big ideas, people who want you to succeed. And so get some fire in your heart or move out of the way. Passion plus ambition you need in your leadership, okay? Principle number six, always strive to leave things under your command better than when you found it. Preserve what you've been given but always give it back multiplied. What do I mean by that? Leaders, they look at their history so that they can preserve their future. In other words, Abraham Lincoln, he realized he wasn't too far off from the generation who founded the nation. I mean, he was the 16th president, right? He wasn't too far off from George Washington. And so he realized that he needed to preserve this, this thing, that this experiment, the American experiment, this nation that was, was built on experimentation by George Washington and, and that whole revolution that took place. And he realized, I need to preserve what they fought for. I need to preserve what they gave their lives for. And so he wanted to protect and, 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 and preserve what they started, the idea that America... Uh, that anyone can rise in America, okay? And so he he wanted to preserve it, so therefore he was strategic in how he, he fought this war. And so every leader has a responsibility to make things better than when they found them. So if you've been entrusted with a family, make it better. Change your family tree. Change your story. Change the, the your financial story. Change your relational story. Change your cycles and break those cycles. And if you're listening to me and if you're you're the, the, the man of your house, the leader of your home, choose to change the trajectory of your family. Leave, leave it better than what it was left to you. If you have a business, a team, or an organization, please don't just leave it the way you got it. Make it better. Preserve what has been entrusted to you if you're the leader. And once you leave, then you have no control, right? But before you leave, do everything possible to make it better. To make the financial uh, health of the organization better. To make the relational health of the organization better. Leave everything that's entrusted to you better than when you found it. And if possible, multiply it before you give it back. The final principle, number seven, 
Be willing to work with people who are different from you. If you want to be, and if and if we want to be successful as a leaders, we need to learn how to be and, and willing to work with people who are different from us. Lincoln had the ability to work with diverse people. He purposely, listen to this, he purposely selected people in his cabinet, in his top leadership in the White House and in, to run the government who didn't like him. Some ran against him and some were not for him. And all of these people he positioned in them, they called it the team of rivals and he positioned them in his cabinet. Why? Because Lincoln valued opinions. He listened to other people's point of view. He corrected some when they needed correction and, and he listened to, to, to all of them, but, but he didn't take everything from all of them, but he listened to all of them. And he often seek counsel from all of his teammates, even though they're all, they were all different and they all, they all had different worldviews and different perspectives, but all those differences will make you a better leader. If you surround yourself with people who just think like you, who look at the world like you, who will say yes to you and everything that you do, you're limiting your leadership and your impact that you can have. So these are the seven qualities that I want to emulate that I want to strive towards, and I hope that you will join me in that as well. So, final note, final note. And, and, I, and, and I mean, this is, a, a, it's an ending, it's a bitter ending, it's a, it's a sad ending, but it's the reality of what happened. Five days after the war was over, and Lincoln was able to be victorious, and he preserved the Union, and he won the war, the Civil War, the deadliest war in American history, he was assassinated. He was shot by this actor in this theater. And it was a tragic ending. But why do I mention that as I conclude this episode? Because here is the truth for you, for me. We have one life and you never know that you, you will never know that you were placed in the position that you have, the responsibilities that you have, you were given the assignments that you have for such a time as this. And so the question that I want to leave you with is how will you lead where you are today with what you have been given? How will you lead where you are with what you have been given? And so I hope that these leadership principles will, will spark something inside of you to continue to lead with diligence, with, with greatness, with clarity, with boldness. And if any of these principles resonate, uh, do me a favor, leave me a review wherever you listen to this podcast. It will really help us out in terms of listenership. So thank you so much, and I'll see you next time. If you have any questions or suggestions for upcoming episodes, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram or email me directly at jose at reachinghirenow.com. Thanks for listening. Until next time.